0: Welcome to the May 2022 episode of the Pre Sale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated to everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver the Fraser Valley. I'm Ryan Lalonde and of course here with me today is my ever reliable, solid as a rock partner Susanna Gonzalez with MLA Canada and no fancy to alliteration, just straight up gratitude for your presence here today. Now, unlike the April showers, home buyer demand eased across Metro Vancouver, bringing it closer in line with the historical averages for this time of the year, which is a beautiful thing. Now, while supply continues to be an ongoing concern, slight increases in active supply throughout month brought more balanced marketplace conditions that's something that all of us are looking more forward to it also seems continued that supply issues interest rates new government policy economic uncertainty are shifting some buyer behavior away from those competitive environments that we were obviously being uh, following very closely over the past 18 months uh, and that's much needed for our marketplace as you've heard from Susanna many many times
1: Pre-Sale Pulse is all about recapping both the pre-sale and resale marketplace over the past 30 days, ensuring our subscribers feel like they have their fingers on the pulse and become real estate intelligent. And today is an episode you don't want to miss. The market is changing. So today we're going to talk about macroeconomic trends, of course, Um, the recent rate increases and the staggering inflation we're continuing to see. We're also going to talk about uh, some projects. We're going to highlight some of the highly anticipated and upcoming pre-sale projects project launches uh, that are, are coming, especially in the next 30 days. And of course, we're going to take a closer look at the current landscape of the real estate market and why the downward shift this month has happened.
0: Suze, let's begin with BC's economic outlook. Let's start with the recent Bank of Canada meeting and the announcement. It's a big one for the second consecutive time. The Bank of Canada has raised the overnight rate target. This time, opting for the first 50 basis points increase since 2000. Now, that's up from the 25-point increase that we saw just a few months ago back in March. Now, while this is still a sizable increase, it was expected and very much in line with market expectation and brings the overnight rate now to 1%. In the post-meeting conference, Governor McLean, he stated that Canadians can expect the rate to ultimately rise to a quote, neutral rate. Now that's meaning between somewhere between two and three percent while leaving open the possibility that it may continue to increase beyond. Now in the shorter term the Bank of Canada said that the economy is moving in excess demand and that inflation is persisting well above target. This is signaling yet another 50 point base increase that's likely in the next meeting uh, which is currently scheduled for June 1st. Our, Our hopes is that we have a more moderate Uh, approach to how we manage interest rates. In addition to the hikes, the Bank of Canada confirmed that it will stop bond purchases and begin the quantitative tightening to combat some of the rising inflation. Now, on the topic of inflation, headline rates continue to exceed estimates and are clocked in 6.7% year over year in March. These are really, really big numbers. This was 1% higher than the previous month and the highest rate since 1991. Some of the biggest inflation numbers are still yet to come in is what many analysts are expecting. Now for the average household, this means that food prices have surged up almost 9% and gasoline, 40% compared to where we were last year. These are really big numbers. Much of the inflationary pressure has been attributed to the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict, as well as supply chain issues that just continue to persist. The recent COVID outbreak in China And the associated shutdowns have also added to many of these supply chain problems. Our expectation is that it's still going to be difficult for materials and goods and services to be received. And finally on the labor market side, Canada's employment saw a 15,000 job gain in April. This is pushing jobless rates to the lowest on record since data was made available and that dates all the way back to 1976.
1: Yeah, thanks for that, Ryan Let's talk about how all of that is affecting the market now. Um, and let's start with the pre-sale market. Same month absorptions were 30% in April, achieving just under 500 pre-sales over the month. Now, if you remember, March was a big month because we saw over 2,300 units released and over 1,300 sales at a 59% absorption rate. Over 2,000 of those units were concrete and developers pushed to get those projects released, knowing that we were going to see a bit of a market shift. Since then, we've had rate hikes, we've had new federal policies such as the GST, HST applying to all assignments versus being waived for home buyers buying for their primary residence, which was what we had before, and discussion on foreign ownership bans, for example. This has really just given the market a cause to pause, a wait and see attitude if you like, especially since the market has been running for a year and a half now.
0: The units released and the inventory absorbed is more akin to what we saw last summer when we were releasing about 1,500 units per month and absorbing between 30 to 50%. 30% same month absorption is still a really solid number, especially when releasing as much inventory as we have and is what we tend to see in a more normalized market. Now it feels like a bigger shift though, considering that the last two months, big in terms of units released and sales absorbed.
1: It's easy to think that because we were just coming from a, a 60% or 50% same month absorption that 30% you know we have to be worried about where the market is but the reality is in a normal market 30% for same month is exactly where we need to be so this is not uh not as bad as it sounds I think.
0: So 12 projects launched in April bringing just over 1500 homes to the market across metro Vancouver There were several significant launches, including Frame in Vancouver East and Presidia in West Coquitlam. The volume of inventory launched in April aligns with what we saw in 2021. Though year to date release inventory is trending out 30% higher than this time last year and really speaks to what you were sharing earlier, lots of inventory and still a very rapid pace of absorption.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, as we look ahead into May, it has the potential to be another big month. We're forecasting 16 programs over the next month, bringing just over 2,000 homes to market. Same month absorption should be pretty good since the product is split up nicely between concrete, wood frame and townhouse. Uh, And again, if we're in and around that 30% mark uh, with 2,000 homes released, I think we're going to be in in a good spot. Now, lots of eyes will be on the North Shore, though. Executive on the Park uh, and Hawksley will be interesting to watch, offering top of the market product at a time when borrowing costs and construction costs are continuing to increase. Both programs are offering attractive incentive programs, including executive on the park's uh, waiver of strata fees uh, for the first five years. So let's talk about a few of these special projects that are coming to market. Up first, our very own Bowden by Listroar. This project is located off the Oak Street corridor and boasts beautiful two and three bedroom garden access townhomes. Nestled on Oak and 52nd, this project balances its location with a spacious courtyard that allows home buyers the ability to feel like they're in their own private garden oasis. What's even better is that with Listeror's 25 plus years of experience building uh, in the community um, you know that you're gonna get a really high quality product intelligent design thoughtfully built uh, and I mean I think Listeror is really synonymous with uh, quality Westside townhouse at this point.
0: Yeah I think they, they, they understand what families need and they've built their entire business around them. Next up, let's take a look at Executive of the Park, the latest launch in West Vancouver. Now, this project boasts 88 homes off Marine Drive near Ambleside Park, really unique offering. Pricing is starting just under a million for their one bedroom homes, with prices quickly escalating up for some of the larger format homes, especially those that have some view corridors. Now, the developer is hoping to build an early sales momentum and is really offering significant incentives right out of the gate. They're waiving the first five years of strata fees, $50,000 in purchaser credits, and a free appliance upgrade for early purchasers.
1: Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a one to watch, uh, I think especially in these changing market conditions. What's interesting is that they're doing things a little differently than other programs that recently launched in West Vancouver. While Hoxley is not allowing short-term rentals and is generally emphasizing end users, Executive on the Park um, has specifically targeted investors looking to rent out the property. Now the developer has a rental management company and as part of an investor package, will guarantee rents for two years for one beds at 4K and five and a half K for two beds. Uh, so very interesting program there, it'll be one to watch. So let's move on to West Group. Ace on the drive is one of the many launches West Group is bringing to market this year. Uh, writing began in early May and sales managers are now reporting the project is 50% sold. Located near Clark Park and East Broadway, the project is blending at around 1220 a square foot. While one of the highest of square Wood for wood frame in Vancouver East. This project benefits from the strong appreciation we've seen along the major transit corridors in Vancouver, making Ace an attractive entry into Vancouver's condo market for a lot of buyers.
0: Finally, another one of our very own O2 by Celtic. Now this project has it all. Killer location an abundance amenities and a holistic approach to wellness. That's backed by science. Now, whether you're looking to invest or call Metrotown your home, O2's proximity to transit and commercial services makes this the perfect opportunity for a range of home buyers especially when you're paired with interior finishings and detailing. This is ranging from inspired chef kitchens all the way to built-in steam showers. And we're really excited about this one. Uh, Please make sure that you check out some of the links below. Register, it's coming quick and we know there's strong interest.
1: Yeah, we're doing a ton of outreach right now. And uh, as you said, the interest has been um, even greater than our expectations. So make sure you're registered.
0: Next up, let's get into some of the resale numbers.
1: Resales fell from the early momentum we saw in March. Transactions across Metro Vancouver dipped below 5,000 and were just over 3,200 in Greater Vancouver. This is a 34% fewer than in April in 2021 and is down 26% from March. This, however, brings Greater Vancouver's resales in line with historical averages for the month, with transactions at about 1.5% above the 10-year average, so far more normalized, especially for this time of year. Now, we knew the buying frenzy was not going last forever and overall this is a positive shift that will allow more sustainable market conditions in the near and medium term in particular this will be aided by supply which saw another positive month-over-month increase totaling 15 percent from march while inventory is down from where it was last year softening sales are offering improved conditions for buyers which is good news
0: now benchmark prices uh they saw moderate growth in april around one percent from march all in all, not incredible, but also not terrible and certainly far better than what you're hearing in many of the headlines. Now across the board, detached, attached and condominium product growth has been being between one and 1.1%. So a really tight spread across product types. Generally, HBA prices have lagged relative to the actual activity in our market. I think we can reasonably say that market forces are stabilizing prices. And in some cases putting a degree of downward pressure on them. And this is especially true for some of the larger detached product where we expect to see some of the price plateaus already in existence and maybe in our rear view and slight decreases over the next five to six months, especially for high aggregate, very high value real estate. Uh, luxury real estate has been one of the hottest topics uh, over the past two months and our expectation is, is that it's probably the first to be the leader in that asset.
1: Yeah, and if we think back to January, we definitely predicted that the market was going to see the slowdown, uh, particularly for the second half of the year. It probably came a little sooner than we, we thought, but that really was um, due to the interest rates uh, going up as much as they did.
0: Yeah, and, and it's interesting because at this point in time, like this is all conjecture, right? We have not seen it yet. Right, month over month, we are up in almost every statistic and sales to listing ratios still remain very, very high across many marketplaces. This is more of a forecast where we expect the market to go based off of some of the trends that we're seeing.
1: Yeah, and so let's talk about those sales to listing ratios uh, that you just mentioned. Now with increased supply, supply demand metrics uh, moderated in April. While we're still well within a seller's market for condominium and townhome product, detached product is starting to get within reach of a balanced market condition or a sub 20% sales to listing ratio. Townhomes and condominium product has typically followed behind detached property by four to six months, suggesting that both could see a more balanced supply-demand metrics in the latter half of this year. And the other thing I think we're also going to see is in the macroeconomics you were talking about, uh, of course, interest rates, we talked about inflation, you know, cost of of everything essentially going up. Uh, We know construction costs have also continued to increase. Um, And so if we can't see, um, you know, decent price stabilization, the other interesting thing to watch is going to be our supply because we may see some people hold off. Some people will choose not to list their home if they don't have a a genuine need to sell. Um, And we'll definitely, will see some developers hold off on some of their bigger scale projects.
0: Some great insight there. I think that's a wrap.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Feels good. Um, now, if you found some value in today's episodes, hit the like button below, share, comment, subscribe to our channel. It's everything to us. This gives you first class access to the Newswire, our daily roundup of the latest real estate news breaking the marketplace. Subscribers also get early access to the pre sale pulse, market insights, and the latest projects that are about to break ground. Now, if you're looking for market data, information on a specific marketplace, or recommendations on product design, our internal MLA advisor team is active in every major market across Canada, reach out to us by any of the links below.
1: Now, speaking of advisory, they just released the complete pre-sale stats for Q1. If you haven't checked it out already, follow the links below to download the report. And lastly, we wanna hear from you. Follow the link in the show notes to submit your questions or requests to speak about any trends or insights not mentioned in today's episode. We wanna ensure that the pre-sale pulse is your preeminent source of real estate intelligence. From both Ryan and myself, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next month.